guys. Welcome to Say Talk Podcast. We're back again. It's me, Gray. We got Chris OG. We got Shamar or Shamir. And we got what was your little little Teco? Teco. <laughs> little Tento. Little Teco. Little Tekken out here, bro. We kicking it back. We got a little Teco with us. Little Tekken out here, bro. We kicking it back, bro. We kicking it back. Mm, see, I know that's a bar and a half. I know. Yeah, steady talk. Big stuffer. Came here with a steady walk. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Bars. Bars, nigga. Bars. Bars, nigga. <laughs> Bars, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, from um, from last time, well, from when we talked, right, uh, we were talking about, organ, we were talking about, like, music and stuff like that. I know there was a couple of things that earlier... That um that that we wanted to talk about, but I guess you know. Yeah, we're not talking about that shit no more. All right. Oh, we're not talking about it no more. Kelly dropped the album. Oh yeah, no! Oh no! Nah. We're going there. Like, bro, we never we never. Starting, not... We starting off there. Yeah, we do. We starting off there. R. Kelly dropped the whole fucking album. We're not gonna say, "Hey, how's it going? How y'all's doings?" We're just gonna go straight to the. No. We're gonna go straight to the. I admit it. I. <laughs> Sizzler and R. Kelly dropped an album. I'll be honest, folks. I'll be honest, I'll be honest, Ken, folks. I didn't listen to it, bro. I didn't listen to neither one. And I know the R. Kelly one. I know that got taken off like what, like, like 10, 18 minutes after it was dropped. That's what I heard. So I mean, I don't know, bro. <laughs> hey, hey. Who do you guys think had the more impactful album drop, Sizzler or R. Kelly? Shut the fuck up. Honestly, honestly, bro. Honestly, bro. I mean, for what R. Kelly has done for the culture, you feel me? For what he has done for the culture, um, I, 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 I genuinely think that you know that the way how he streams his music, you feel me? That is that people are always you know um yellow when it comes to like you know being fearful of when he drops. You, you smell me, bro? <laughs> so <laughs> the yellow for your yellow bellied, if you think about it, yellow face, if you think about it, bro. I'm just saying, no. No? All right. But well, yeah, my, my answer is uh scissor. Yes. That's his album was pretty good. I didn't I still didn't listen to it. I'm not even like a SZA huge fan like that. I need to listen to more of her music so I can't I'm be I'm not the... a huge SZA fan, but we ain't we ain't heard no new T D E project mm-hmm. for a while, so you know when it dropped I had top on. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And we ain't heard no new SZA project for a while. Like, when was her last project? Remember, from, from an ignorant... 2017. 2017. Golly, that was... 2017. Jeez, bro. That was a year after 2016. Jeez. I can't even, bro. I can't even legally drink them. That's when I just graduated high school, bro. I was old enough to drive a car then. Golly, bro. High school. Is there any um? Well, I guess nobody announced anything. Yeah, I mean, plus it's the interview, so I don't even know if we'll be smart. But you guys know anybody else who's been dropping anything recently, or has any anything planned that's going to be dropping? Did she drop a three hour long album? I heard about uh, that. I heard about that. Uh, don't I, even know if anybody's going to listen to it. And then I saw the length was three hours, and I was like, dang, I can't hate on Gucci yeah. man. But three hours is genuinely crazy, bro. I mean. <laughs> Bro, you you have a you have a you have the time to watch a whole what a whole Avengers movie. You can watch Endgame in that time, bro, and still have some more room to listen to the album, bro. That's crazy. Oh, please, 
are you singing, bro? Yeah, what are you singing, my man? Heard you never heard Lemonade? Oh, Lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. We were just murmuring into the mic. Sing it again, bro. Sing it for the culture one more time, bro. Sing it for the culture one more time, bro. I I, I, I already I already sang it for the culture for a few uh, times. Man. So which one y'all um see this is where I'm a little uncultured at, bro. Because I knew about Kyle's version of Lemonade, because he did a remix of of uh, of that before I knew about Gucci Mane's original Lemonade, bro. And I don't shame. know. I know, I know, I know. Shame. Give me the bell. Shame. 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 <laughs> It, it, bro, I, I know, man. I, I know, bro. I, I know. I was. I didn't listen to Gucci Mane like that back in high school, bro. I know, man. I know. I shame, bell shame, bro. It, but nah, man. So again, I, I mean, have any of y'all even listened to a little bit of the album? Like a little bit? No. 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 Jordan. No. Nah, no. I'm not. I'm not a... it. I was at work, but I just couldn't. I needed something like, else. Bro. If I listen to an album, mm-hmm. especially if it's just dropping, I gotta listen to that whole thing at once. Mm-hmm. And three hours is some time to dedicate, bro. Yeah, it really is, man. I don't, I don't know, man. What, what do y'all think is like the perfect time length for an album, then, bro? Ooh, ooh, twenty-five, fifty minutes. Twenty-five, fifty minutes. I was, I was gonna say forty-five. 45. Forty, oh, forty-five. I think that, I think that's a golden, golden length, honestly. Yeah. I think that's like. Perfect for like an album. I yeah, think forty-five minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, that's same. Yeah. Trying to think like, what was the longest album? I don't even know. Um, cause Ronda, like the one, the ones we've been getting, it's been like pretty much around the same length, like eighteen, eighteen, sixteen songs. So, I think Gucci Mane is like that. What's, one. What was up? What's too short for an album? You can't. Yeah, they have saw their EP. Yeah, cause that's that's an EP though. It's not an album. <laughs> but how? I don't care, bro. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be like that, bro. <laughs> it'd be like that. Well, let me ask you all this too, man. Um, let me let me uh ask y'all this, bro. So, other than the length, right? What makes an album a good album? What what's something that you're looking for to make an album stand out to you? I mean, of course, good music, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that, that's 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 the obvious, bro. <laughs> it's gotta be like, it's gotta have some like replayability. Because mm. like, there's some good albums, like, but like, I don't feel like I could ride down the road just listening to any of those songs like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. So I think replay quality has to like be a part of something that like makes an album more than just a good album. Mm. That's a good answer. It's a really good answer. Um, saying yeah, what's good, man? All right. So I don't know if my mom played music for me in the womb or something, mm-hmm. but I've noticed throughout life that I can retain any kind of information through music. Music speaks through me, mm-hmm. and just. A crazy way, and I always feel connected to it whenever I find it. I'm glad you asked what makes an album a good album, because I've been wanting to make a a video about the different albums in life that just have been there at a specific point in time Mm -hmm. for me. And I feel like it's that personal connection of just timing and, I don't know, like, Let's see. 
maybe intention, uh, maybe intention, like oh yeah. I think timing and intention. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Here to help. That's a timing and intention. All right. Sound like a whole relationship out here, bro. When you about the Meredith album out here, bro. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, music can be like a relationship, though. Like, I've yeah, yeah. That I fell in love with when I was young. I'm still fucking with. I heard mm. Day and Night when Day and Night was coming out. Mm. Like, my sister made me a motherfucking a physical mixtape. Mm. It had Michael Jackson, Kid Cudi, and Boosie Badass on it to let you know mm. just how all of yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, off the wall, bro. But, but day and night was playing, man. Like, I'm like 10. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about being locked in my room, depressed. But day at and the same night. time, I, there's still something about this. This message is still being conveyed to my young mind. I feel this. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, that's 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 a great response, man. That's a great, that's a valid answer, bro. No, I think, I think. A lot of us can relate to that, like when it comes to like there's a there's a song, maybe like a couple of songs growing up with that like that still resonates with us like to this day. You smell me? So um yeah, that that that's that's genuinely a great answer, bro. How are you so insightful when it comes to music answers, bro? Like it's been like this a last podcast too, last episode, bro. <laughs> but no man. That that's a good answer, bro. Chris, what about what about you, my man? Yeah, that, yeah. Still on the fact. Oh, me. Nail mm-hmm. on the head out here, bro. Michael Jackson, Kid Cudi, and Boozy. Again, this that's 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 off the wall, bro. That's Michael Jackson off the wall, but still, that's that's hey, man. I mean, that look, is, I can that tell is... you a track order. Look, it's gonna go. I'll put it in. Yeah, put it on the we'll Start off with Pursuit of Happiness in the day and night. Yep. Right, usual. Yep. Man yeah. in the mirror. Love that Black song. And white. Love that song. Yeah. And then uh, set it off. Boozy badass. Oh my right. fucking god, bro! If you, if uh, even though it's like again, the genres are all over the place, bro. All of them are are great songs, bro. So you can't even be mad at it, bro. You can't even for the time, bro. Yeah, playlist for set a club. That is the fire. greatest shit I have ever yeah. heard in my entire yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. I don't even care. Yeah, that is. I'm I'm making a playlist specifically <laughs> with those three artists. Oh me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that that that's yeah, that's dope, bro. That's dope. Man. That is the most. That, that is like that, that's how you make a great ass album. Right no, there. no cap, no cap. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. That was, I'm so I'm about to do that too, bro. I'm about to go out my way to do that. Bro, you might might, you might have just put niggas on game, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh my god. Yeah, bro. All right, Chris. What's your what's your answer, man? What makes a good album to you, bro? Um cohesion. I think that's a big ass part of it. Okay. Uh, some of my favorite albums were like it, like really cohesive. Uh, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. To Pimp Up Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Late Registration. Mm. Can't bring that up though. Mm-hmm. Are, are we you talking about Kanye? <laughs> yes, <Adam. laughs> Yeah, and we're talking about Kanye and how an album flows together. Well, we can't talk about music without Chris when it comes to Kanye, bro. You, you got to mention Kanye at least one time, bro. 
at yeah, least one it. time. At least that, or at least I think Igor does a great job at that shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody even talks about how great that shit is. I mm-hmm. really need that record on vinyl. Oh yeah. It doesn't have to be cohesive though. Uh, Life of Pablo isn't cohesive at all. Yeah, not at all, bro. Not at all. It really. Kanye is. again. Jordan, Jordan, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, again. That's crazy. Listen, Jordan. Okay, I will talk about the, the day I stop talking about Kanye is the day you stop calling stuff crazy. Oh, he got you, bro. That's crazy. He got you there, right? I know. I forgot. You said insane. No, hold on, hold on. Use your big word, bro. You yeah, insane. He said insane no, last time, bro. Yes, sir. He said insane last time, bro. Nah, the day I stop talking about Kanye. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, I, I didn't think about that one, bro. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> that's, that's wild. It's like you've done, my boy. Yeah, you can't talk about you can't talk about Yeezy no more, bro. Yeah, can't. Oh, well. Bro, you're not alone. You are not alone. I'm not saying that because I am, like, the biggest Kanye fan, and I just cannot stand to look myself in the mirror sometimes. This man did two Michael Jackson songs in one sentence, bro, and I'm not mad at that. You are you are not alone and in the mirror. That's crazy, bro. So, what what points in an album do you like look out for, like in like a really good album? All right, so I might be the only one alone. I didn't even give my answer, but you know, forget forget about my answer, bro, because it's pretty similar to all no, of y'all's. No, 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 my, my oh, uh, all right. So, uh, okay, just so I can be different, I guess, because again, all y'all ans- all y'all's answers was like really similar, uh, but to well, to, from, to mine, uh, but the uh the artwork or like the uh the mixtape album cover and see like I always like looking out for that. And seeing whether the music that's in, like that's that's featured in the mixtape or not mixtape in the album kind of like goes with the art cover. That that's like that's just, just that's one aspect for me. I know that's like again like bro, what does it have to do with the music? But I think like that like it just really puts the puts together a whole package. You know what I mean? When it comes to a mixtape EP album or whatever, it just puts together the whole package. So that's something I appreciate. Um, when it comes to that, like one, yeah, yeah. So that's, like that's really fucking good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like looking at the artwork for albums, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, it can make or break whether I want to, like, listen to an album for the first time sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like, uh, gr- not growing up, but uh, when I was, when I think about, like, some music like that, anytime I listen, think of a song or I listen to a song when I think, and then I think about the artwork, you know, of course, you got acid rap. Um, I think about, you know, uh um toby lou toby lou's um 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 toby on ice i always i always think about his uh his artwork and stuff like that because he has some really cool artwork um and just 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 stuff like that stuff like that, you know and you know 3005 i want to listen to like you know it's um, Ch- um Ch- childish gambino's you know quiet album and stuff like that so that's that's my answer for that and um jordan what was the question man what was your other question like when you're like listening to like an actual like an album, mm-hmm. a good album, or you decide that something's good, what's like one of the points of highlights that you 
usually see time and time again in it. Oh man, okay, all right. So this for me is the most is one of the most important things is an interlude. If you have a really good interlude that ties together one song to another, it's it's that's that's why I'm like, bro, like that that it, it's it's God tier. Like Saba's uh interlude um in his in his recent album, uh that's one of my favorite songs that that's in the album and it's only a minute long and it's an interlude. Dun -dun -dun -dun, chilling on the west side, dun -dun 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 -dun. It's, bro. It, it's musically it's yeah, so good. Musically it's so freaking good, bro. Um, ah, there's I feel there's one other interlude that was on the top of my head. I'm just gonna randomly blurt it out when somebody's talking. I've, I just got to think about it, but uh, yeah, that's my answer. Uh, on to the next one. Okay. What about you, Shamar? Uh, I'd have to say, um, it's whatever the darkest song is, like the most emotional song, and how they choose mm -hmm. to take that. Mm. Are you? Do you get the ball and then run the whole thing to the end zone yourself, or do you only get into that emotional pocket a little bit? Mm -hmm. revert back to something more catchy and general thematic to like what people would expect from a song and mm -hmm. then how far in depth with your own emotions are you willing to go and okay how do you execute mm -hmm. it like mm -hmm. for a lot of examples uh go back to k patty i love this man mm -hmm. but the man on the moon album it's like all right happy happy we're doing all this shit and then it's like solo dolo just nothing but violins and hard bass lines that's barely coming in, just grabbing you out of nowhere. Kendrick mm. Lamar with you, crazy. Sing about me, I'm dying of thirst. Yeah, sort of, kinda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess to round it out so that Chris can feel included, goddamn, I'm gonna Damn. choose the game. <laughs> I'm gonna choose the game, game of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay. So like after yeah, that, so we can have some inclusion. <laughs> I mean, you know, just so you can see where I'm coming from. Yeah. Oh man. Right. I just okay. I enjoy when artists get introspective. And okay. It makes them feel like actual people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. What about you, Chris? What do I get more excited about in the item in the album? Yeah, like, what, what's, like, one of the points of highlights that you tend to see in a lot of really good albums? It may be probably the intro or a closing track. Ooh, okay. 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 Because you got to at least start off good, you know what I mean? Like, Wesley series starts off with this goddamn funky-ass beats and shit. Mm-hmm. And then it just like switches and shit like differently throughout the entire song. It's like an amazing ass intro track. Nobody brings up um, chances. Acid rap starts off really well too. Oh, hold up, got it, bro. I got it. I got it. Run. That that that's that's what it was. It was an, it was actual interlude. That's love from acid rap. That was the other one. Okay, I'm good. That's the one. Okay, I'm good. I knew he was gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, bro, you shouldn't have said that, so right, bro, I had to think about it, that's why, as soon as you said it, it just like, came up to me, bro. I was like, I was like, yeah, he, I was like, as soon as I bring this shit up. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, he good, <laughs> but, good-ass job, 
on acid rap. Like, yeah. if you have, like, a really good-ass intro, it just, like, hooks you into the entire album. No pun it's intended, really by the way. Good. No pun intended, by the way. Because right. it's, it's all good. Yeah, he, he, you get it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. My bad. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. I forgot what I was about to say. But a good ass intro. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weak, man. For me, um, for me, like, I'm not. I'm I'm with Chris. Like I was gonna definitely say, like, amazing outro is like one of my best parts. One of my favorite parts about like all the albums I really love. Like, like Shamar said, uh, "Dying of Thirst," bro. Mm-hmm. Amazing outro. Or like, "Note to Yourself" on J Cole's project. Love that outro. Mm. Or um. What was it? Spill, spillage Village? Uh, Spillageddon? Ooh. I love that outro. Yeah, I love the fact yeah. that it's like not even a rap a rap song on like in a rap album. It's just like, bro, I love that song so mm-hmm. much. Like, I think an amazing outro really just like gets me. Mm-hmm. Because you just, you have this feeling that it's all coming to a close and you're just like, man, this album that I just finished Wow. Nah, that's good. That's good. That's a good answer. Good answer, man. Steve Harvey, good answer, bro. Yeah, we just called your ass Steve Harvey. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, he's saying, like... Good answer, like bro. Family Feud. Family bro. Feud, like, like, good answer. He, yeah, he wasn't calling me Steve Harvey, you dumb. Oh, nah, nah, talk about it. No, Steve talk Harvey. about it. Talk about it. Talk about it, bro. Nah, he, fin- called, he called you Steve Harvey. He really didn't. He literally just said he did not. But hey, bro, if you wanna, if you wanna put words in other people's mouths, I know, I know you like putting stuff in dudes' mouths. But it's you crazy. Hey yo, hey yo. But nah, um, yeah. Uh, when it comes to, I guess, uh, closing songs, man. Um, uh, y'all, y'all already listed like, like a, a good, good portion. Or like not good portion, but some really good um, outro songs from like a lot of albums. Um, I guess when it comes to like the intros too, because I, I know we 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 named some intros, but what was like some really really good intros that really like capped off the uh like the the an album, man. Um, uh, we already like I said, we already said you no know, good ass intro with Chance. We already talked about you know some stuff from 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 from, from Chris. I got you, bro. From Kanye, from Ye. So. <laughs> I don't remember bringing up Kanye at all. No, okay, okay, young man. So, uh, okay, okay young man. <laughs> so, whatever. Right, whatever. Uh, okay. I think Galaxy, mm-hmm. off of, uh, the Forever Story, is an amazing intro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this might be cheating. Okay. The first four offside. Blue, that whole okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. And even if you want to just count, you know, B on its own, mm-hmm. like that whole section, you know, is just well orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Have y'all listened to "Elephant in the Room" by Mick Jenkins? No, sir. Uh-uh. I would say the Valley of Death, the Valley of the Shadow of Death, is a good intro. 
Y'all should, should check, check out that album. album. That's a good album. I mean, let me let me type it in. You said what? One more time. Elephant in the room. Elephant by Mick. In the room. Okay. In the room. Okay, bet. Yeah. Awesome. I'm I'm a I'm a stupid doobie doo by Perry the Platypus. Check that out. For for I I may get some flag from you guys for this uh for this intro I'm about to say is a good intro. Okay. But I gotta give props where props is due. But Rich Flex off of her loss is a good intro. Nah, see I can't even, I can't give you any flex or not flax no flack. I can't give you no flack because I don't know who that is. <laughs> her loss, the twenty one Drake album? Oh, twenty one no, nah, like I said, haven't haven't listened to it like that. I listen to like maybe like one or two songs off the album. Damn, he said he ain't know who Drake is. Who? Yeah, Miss Drake. More like mistake. More like mistake. No, bro. Uh, who yeah. sounded practice? Who? He sounded. Yeah, it really did. He said. I told your boy Drake to talk. I'm the first rapper. I'm the first rapper that ever rapped on rapping, bro. On me. I'm the first rapper that ever rap, and that's on raps. That he ain't know who Drake is. Who? That's crazy. Drake who? <laughs> What's his last name? <laughs> Graham. <laughs> Graham. Graham. <laughs> Drake Bell? That's crazy, bro. I didn't even know who's a rapper, man. On oh, me, I didn't even know who's a rapper, bro. Uh. Alright. What's an- what's another good intro? Another good intro. Um, uh, dang, I gotta on. go into a catalog real quick, bro. I hope this is the actual intro to the album. What was it called? Why am I drawing such a blank? Have you heard "Time" by Max? Though that's a good. That's a good intro. Did not look up to see if I have that song in my joint. But uh, the intro. If you know, you know about Pusha T. That's a good one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a that's a good one. That that song changed the vernacular of the world. That's what kills me. People saying, if you know, you know. That was Pusha T joint. Like, granted, you know, like, people said it, but Mm -hmm. it got brought back into the cultural zeitgeist off of that song. I think in Loving Memory off of Bucket Bucket List Project. Oh, yeah, that was a great one. Great. That was a great intro. I was just trying again. I'm trying to go into a catalog so I can remember what, like, like trying to remember what was an intro in the album, man. Cause I, cause I feel like I'm remembering somebody's wrong. So give me, give me a second, man. Give me a second. I'm out of breath. Just listen scrolling. to Mac Miller. Yes, yes. Coming back to earth. Yeah. That's a yeah. Solid, yeah. solid, solid answer, bro. Solid answer. I listened to that album for the first time after I found out he passed. Because I went to his music while he was alive. Mm-hmm. It just made me so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never got into his music. I got into his music earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I just was like, let me listen to this man. See what he's about. I listened to one album. I was like, Damn. looks like I'm going through the whole catalog now. Mm-hmm. Uh... B-Frap by MF Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. You scaring the podcast folks. Don't bring up MF Doom. Fucking <laughs> damn. Oh, oh we. When he. Oh, wait, I got one. I'm reaching back in the catalog. I reach, reach back. Bro. I listened to this whole album yesterday. Ready to die. Be smalls. 
If y'all Dang, you reached all the way back. Godly. All right, yeah, that's that's a good one, too. If y'all haven't listened to this album in a long time, this man gets born. Is a child. You hear his family dynamic. You hear how mm-hmm. the decisions he makes when he gets older. Mm-hmm. Hear him getting out of jail mm-hmm. and then starting the album. What the fuck? Wow. It's kind of like, and I had this comparison in my head one day while I was at work listening to music. Mm-hmm. He did in what in like one song what J Cole took an entire album to do with Forest Hills Drive. Gee, I never thought about it like that, bro. <laughs> I never thought about it like that, bro. God. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 valid, man. Wow. You really put things into perspective on. No, you put things in perspective on that, bro. Yo, you're gonna have cold fans all on your neck today, bro. Hey, hey, it's cool, it's cool. Us cold fans be pretty chill, bro. I mean, that's true, but I remember there was this meme I saw. It was like, hey, bro, uh, I didn't know you were religious, man. Oh no, I'm reading um I'm reading um uh uh J. Cole's uh uh lyrics off of genius, man. So I don't know, bro. I don't know. All right, all right. 2014 Forest Hill Drive ain't even my favorite album by Cole. So it is what it is. Ah, okay, okay. So for your eyes only, you got a bad pick. Huh? Nothing. What'd you say? <laughs> I said if you pick any for your eyes only, it's the best. You got the wrong pick. That's fair, that's fair. You know That's just me, though. That's just me. That's just you? That's, that's, that's a fair opinion. That's a fair opinion. Oh no, I I teeter between that one and uh Born Center. Crazy. You know, I have yet to go down and give his older albums my back this. Uh the proper respect. I still need to listen to Born Center and like uh what was it? The warm up? Warm up. I think it's warm up. Yeah. Cause I got so much of his I got like I got like almost all the Born Center saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and the only one I don't have saved is his skit. KOD is a mid. He's mid? He said it's mid? It's mid. That's just mid. Your taste is mid. That's crazy. But okay. It's not crazy. It is mid. Your, your taste is mid on that one, bro. Like, you got it. Bro, if I got to listen to Kill Ooh. one more time. Ooh. All right. Bro, Kill All right. ain't even bad, bro. Yes, it is, man. This is coming from the man who thinks TD can watch Dreamville. I am. Okay. Hear me out. Right? Hear me out. I, I literally just thought about this, man. All right. Remember, uh, I don't even I don't even know if you if you can even really count this because I mean I think this was after he passed, so I don't even know if this is going to be like something like you know if he actually made the set order or not. But um, Michael Jackson's Escape, um, Love Never Felt So Good, in my opinion was also a good intro. It, it wasn't like you know like setting up a story or anything like that. But you know I, I think out of a lot of the songs that was off the album that you know after he passed, so I think that's one of the ones that everybody was like that re- everybody remembers. So. That, so I'm such a good fan for listening to that album. Yeah, I mean, it, in my opinion, though, I mean, um, Chicago, Chicago's really good, um, and all that stuff. But I, don't, I don't know. I just feel like more people need to like, you know, listen to to the entire thing because mm-hmm. it it just feels like everybody listened to his old stuff, and then when when you come to Escape, everybody, I think everybody's recently 
because you know like Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff, and everybody using music and sounds. Everybody's using that now, or listening to it now, or which version of Love Never Felt So Good though? The original, not not the one where he has just a piano and take up just a template. Nobody nobody cares about that, but um, the one where it's like the 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 beat where it's like you know has has actual beat to it, not with the just a piano. And it's just Michael Jackson, cause you know there's like three versions, and that's it. Kind of gets confusing sometimes. So, y'all remember? Y'all know? You know which version I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which ones y'all y'all prefer? Like Justin Timberlake, the piano, or the one where it's just you know Michael Jackson with the with the OG, you know, beat to it. Like, it, I gotta be in different moods for the piano one. Yeah. And the original beat, I can't stand the Justin Timberlake version. Though. Yeah, I, no, nothing. If you if you're a Timberlake head, I mean nothing against the guy, bro. But it's like, bro, he's not necessary, he man. He didn't do nothing he for wasn't the song. On that song. No sir, he, 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 he no sir. He wasn't supposed to be on it. No sir, he 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 wasn't supposed to be on it for real. Oh, never know. I mean, it's like listening to it. He's not. He shouldn't be on there. <laughs> he shouldn't be on there. Oh man. All right. Well, let me ask y'all this too. Uh, next next question, bro. Let me ask y'all this. What's one song y'all absolutely despise, man? What's something you just a song that you just like? If if somebody's playing this on a radio, you're just gonna turn it off immediately or swerve hate. off the road. Hate, hate. hate? Yeah, hate, hate. Cake. cake. No cake. Cake. You don't know what song I'm talking about. I don't think I do, bro. You gotta enlighten oh, me, is man. Oh, is it the Rihanna song? Yes. Cake? <laughs> no, we talking about the Rihanna song for real. You don't like that one? <laughs> you don't like that one, bro. Cake, 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 cake. You don't. What's your name? What's your name, man? Put your name on. Bro, I hate that bro. so much. Why? 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 Dude, indulge bro, us, bro. I... Indulge us. Bro, 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 bro. You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me. And don't get me wrong. I love Rihanna. Of course. I love Rihanna. We all love her more ways than one. You're going to tell me you're going to have someone like Rihanna on a song, and you're going to have her go, cake, 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 cake. Most yes. of the songs, yes. bro? Nah. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> you weren't around in Rihanna's Rue Boy era, bro. She yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Don't get me wrong. But that one is just like actually just annoying. Yeah, not yeah. Yeah. It's like, cause like, what was it? The one where she's like, work, work, work. work I work. don't mind that one as much as cake. Right. For some reason, um, for some reason, the cake one gets under my skin in no other way, like any other song ever has. Mm-hmm. I can't stand when I hear it on. When I would hear it on the radio, mm-hmm. I couldn't stand when girls would sing it in class. Mm-hmm. Bro, like that song was like the most annoying song that ever existed in my eyes. Bro, you set up a core memory, bro. Because <laughs> I, yeah. for, I, lit- I literally I blocked that song in my subconscious, bro. Remember Adventure Time where Finn was like, I'm going to put this in the vault? I saw that song was that like, it was in a vault, bro. I was not even trying to listen, not even like trying to try- trying to remember that song, bro. But nah, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a few songs. All right, let's hear it, man. Damn. All right. No, you don't like, damn, that's crazy. You don't like the album, bro? Oh, Two of them are J. Cole no. songs. I know they're no, for a fact. No, 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 they're not. 
Right. Oh, you're not gonna mention the J Cole song because he he knows the community, bro. He knows the community. He knows the community. He ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna. He ain't bold enough to do it. He ain't bold enough. He ain't bold. You ain't bold. So rest in peace to this guy. Rest in peace to PMB Rock. But every day we lit was a terrible song. Every day we lit. I fucking hated that song. It was ass. Nah. That's that's funny. This man unironically said egregious to describe a PNB rock song, and I am not even mad at that, bro. <laughs> it really was. Oh um, man. Fold and close by J. Cole. Okay. That that's that's wild, but okay. It's not wild. Wait till you grow up, young. Wait till you grow up. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's 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 not. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm already there, but I ain't never had no girl make me want to drink fucking almond milk. The fuck? Hey, bro, that's just you. I'm sorry. Hey, that yeah, that 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 just might have to be you, bro. It's not. I have to drink almond milk, bro. So what you 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 making fun of my 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 uh dang I don't even know the word my preference, bro. Yeah, thank you, sir. That that too disability disability too. You making fun because I'm lactose intolerant, bro? Huh? Bro, it's it's 2022 and you're making fun of a disability, bro. I'm about to go on Twitter. Yes, I'm about to go on Twitter. What's what's your tag, bro? What's your tag, bro? I'm about to tag is Chris the OG. Chris the OG, but oh man, all right, right, bro. Say say Uh, less, man. Say less. Everybody, if you listen to him, cancel this man. He's lactose intolerant, uh, uh, phobic out here, bro. He's lactose phobic out here, bro. Uh, wet dreams. No way. This song just makes me uncomfortable. What, know, what about moist dreams? I get it. it just makes me uncomfortable. Hmm. Like it's not even like it's not. You have to just suspend a certain amount of disbelief just to make it cool. Yeah. Like, mm. All right. Mm. For one, these kids is young. They talk about fucking. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And watch the YouTube video for the music, uh, or the music video for the video. Fuck, I'm high. I'm so high. I'm so sorry. If you see the music video for the song, it's two puppies. And it's like, all right, this is some weird furry shit now. Yeah. Going all over the place, Cole. You could have just made y'all some college students, pull the stomp the yard. And I might be able to be with this, but like, no. Y'all either in fifth grade or it's two dogs fucking. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just makes me fucking uncomfortable. Okay, I just can't listen to it. Hmm. Um, and this and this one pisses me off because I used to love this song. It's Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly Rowland. Why don't you like it? You see, I mean, I'm guessing it got overplayed or something like that, bro. Probably that, and mm-hmm. then Nelly can't rap. Yeah. So <laughs> all I want to hear is Kelly Rowland. Oh yeah, that's 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 true too. Yeah. Huh? And, and then Walk on Water by Eminem. I don't even think, bro, I'll be honest, bro, I, don't, I haven't heard Walk on Water, bro. I don't think I listened to it. It was one with, like, Beyonce on it. Nope. And then she didn't really sound like she was singing. Nope. Still, I, I, I don't think I've ever listened to it, bro. All right. If I did, I probably was not paying attention to it if it was ever on the radio, bro. It wasn't. It was off a of revival, too, so it wasn't a good-ass song. Ah. Uh, I got you. Oh no! Any other songs, bro? Uh, what's the song? Oh, for me. Oh, okay. Uh, dang. Yeah. 
Uh, one for a fact, and this isn't because I hate listening to the song, bruh. It's because of doing gigs, like DJ gigs, bro. Footloose. I hate that song with a passion. I I've and and and, and no and no as Berlizzi say, bro, no no offense to 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 my uh what's his name? What's Zach Efron's out here, bro. No, no, no offense to my Zach Efron's out there listening, bro. But y'all gotta chill with the footloose, man, when it comes to parties and weddings, bro. Like, I understand, like, that's, like, the theme song, bro, but it's, like, man, no. So, long long story short, let me give you context. So, long story short, like I said, I was DJing at a wedding, and um, and it was at the dance por- portion of the party, right? And I was, like, okay, cool, let me play some, like, some of the some of the, the necessities, you know? So, let me play some of the, you know, um the Cupid Shuffle, you know? Let me play the Electric Slide, you know? All of that, right? So, I eventually, I did get to the Cupid Shuffle, after playing like two or three more dance songs, and nobody was dancing, right? Nobody was dancing, and I was like, "Bro, it's the Cupid Shuffle. How y'all? How's nobody dancing?" So I was like, "Okay, cool. Let me play the Electric Slide. Everybody loves the Electric Slide. Y'all like the Electric Slide? It's cool. It's cool. Exactly. It's cool. It's it's a song that everybody dance. Yeah, it's a it's a cool song. Exactly. So I was like, "All right." So somebody came up to me. I'm I'm, I'm in the DJ booth. Somebody came up to me. I was like, "Hey." This ain't it. Play, I don't know. Play, play the uh, what, what's that song? Play that uh, Footloose, right? Play some of that Footloose. And I look back, and I had my friend sitting beside me. And I was like, "Ain't nobody gonna be dancing to this, bro." But I'm gonna play it anyway. So I, so I, I, I went ahead, press play, and everybody in their mama, every Zac Efron and 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 Ariana Grande started dancing. And I'm like, I'm looking every, I'm looking. I'm like, bro, so you telling me y'all dancing in this to Footloose, kick up your Sunday shoes, but not nobody dancing to the electric slide and not to the Cupid shuffle. Y'all, this is a mental illness, bro. <laughs> it's a mental wait, illness, wait, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. This was at a white party? Yes. In a white wedding. You played the Cupid shuffle and the electric slide at, at a, a white wedding. At a white wedding. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, bro, they, they, they're not hip with the times, bro. Bro, but listen, everybody knew the songs. Everybody knew the songs because people were singing along to them. Even to the electric slide, people were singing along word by word, bar by bar, bro. But nobody went up to get the dance. But as soon as I played, as soon as I played Footloose, Everybody was dancing and throwing ass, bro, to Footloose, man. And ever since then, and, and, no, 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 take it back, take it back. And then I had to do another wedding, right? I'm making, like I said, I'm making sure. And then I went to another wedding. Same difference. Same thing happened, bro. And this is recent. This was like a couple of weeks back, bro. DJ at another wedding. Same exact situation happened, bro. And I literally said, out of any song, I'm I'm not gonna be playing. I'm playing. I'm not playing two songs, and that's Footloose and Cotton Eye Joe. Cause one Cotton Eye Joe was literally requested. I I told. I kid you not. Um, and I was like, bro, I was talking to my friend, my boy Jared, and I was like, bro, I'm not playing Footloose. I'm not playing Cotton Eye Joe. Cause we were just saying that for for jokesies, but I was dead serious, bro. Somebody went up to me and said, hey, can you play Cotton Eye Joe for the first song? I was like, oh my god. And then for the second song, can you play Footloose? And it was a little girl too. Bless her heart. Oh 
bro. I couldn't say no. Hanai Joe is a certified. You shut your mouth. Classic. You shut your mouth, oh man. God. You sh- no. Certified. Bro, bro, bro. I will give you these certified hands if you don't stop saying that, bro. Stop. No, stop, bro. I'll, bro, bro. But so those two. <laughs> I hate those songs with a passion because of that. And I guess the last song, very last song, just that I just don't like listening to after that whole tangent story is Happy. I don't I don't like Happy because uh, that song was overplayed on the radio. So that that's my answer. Those are my answers. What about you, Shamar? Um, I had to look these up. There's one in my head that I didn't have to look up, but I was like, I have to have more than this. We got three throwaways. They're off one album, Mrs. Morale, Goddamn, Worldwide Steppers, mm-hmm. Auntie Diaries, and We Cry Together. I'm not listening to that. I made a separate playlist of Mr. Morale with those songs excluded. Mm-hmm. Those completely took me out of the experience of the album when it, uh, when I was first listening to it. Mm. But Oh, you, you didn't know, like We Cry Together? No. Mm. Oh, wow. A little bit Thanks. too much. That's a little surprising. A child of two parents who got divorced, bro, I don't need to hear nobody over here. I'm good. Right, yeah. Ah, that's valid. That's very valid. Yeah, yeah And then yeah, they start fucking at the end. That's just toxic. That's not even a good message. I don't want that around me. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't good people. Mm-hmm. But the song I have <laughs> Y'all ain't good people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the music video is crazy. I wanted more from the music video. You wanted you more? This man wanted more toxicity, bro. <laughs> He wanted more he chaos, wanted man. He wanted, he wanted chaos, bro. Hey, bro, I saw a comment on that video. It said, hey, Kendrick, do we got a curve? Was that you? Bro. <laughs> Was that you? Oh Was that you? <laughs> I'm weak, man. All right. Uh, what's the other ones, bro? Uh, the other song was "Liquor Locker" by Vic Mensa. Liquor Locker, dang, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard that one. Wasn't that song? Yeah, you don't even, you don't even know, you don't even know, cause it's ass. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's an annoying song with an annoying melody, mm-hmm. and Vic Mensa just became a petty person post like 2015, 2016. Trying to be a rap anti-hero. Wasn't he doing, like, that rock stuff? He was doing something. Like, he was wearing makeup and, like, dress and shit? He was bald last time I saw him. Vic Mensa? He was doing a damn freestyle. Uh He had mentioned, uh, this is after X died. He was doing a freestyle, and he was calling X, uh, you know, all honest critiques. But me personally, in my young age, like, 17, I didn't want to hear that. X9 was like kind of fucked up for me because I, so I was like, you know what, Vic, I can't really ride with you. And Spotify kept trying to play fucking Liquor Lock, and I'm like, no. And this is when you could dislike a song on Spotify so they wouldn't play the shit again. Mm-hmm. Vic Mensa has not come up on none of my rotations. And it's a little hard trying to listen to acid rap sometimes because he got like two features on there. Yeah, that's true. Dang. So you still feel the same way about him now? Even though, because you, you say like, you know, that I was like. That song. I, I looked at the lyrics of that song. I can't even hear it. My mind has completely deleted that. Jeez. It would sound like a new track if I played it right now. All right. Well, next time, um, 
Next time we all see each other, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, one of us driving, bro. We gotta play liquor locker, bro. Matter of fact, no, 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 no. One of, well, no, no, no. Nah, take it back, take it back. Yeah, I'm about to say no, Jordan. Jordan, next time, yeah, next time, all of us hang out, bro. Add all the songs we hate. Whoever, whoever folds first, <laughs> whoever folds first. <laughs> uh, me, whoever folds last, get five dollars from each person, bro. On me. That that might that might be the wave, bro. That might be the wave, bro. Whoever folds first, man. We cried together. It's so uncomfortable, bro. That really is, man. Like, it's not like your homeboy and his girl in the other room, are you? I I think it I think it's an interesting song. Yeah. And I like, for all intents and purposes, I'd say I like it. Mm. But, like I, it's not in my like songs because like I just feel as if like I couldn't just like put that track on and be like, man, I'm bumping this. Mm. There are a lot of skits like that that just kind of like. <clears throat> like I understand the purpose they serve to the album, and I won't take it away from that. But I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Matter of fact, simple. matter of fact, let me ask y'all this too. Let me ask y'all this too, because this is going. This is a good question. How do y'all feel about skits inside of albums, though? How do y'all feel about that? Very necessary. Very necessary. I think, I think it, I think it can add a lot to an album. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think every album needs a skit, but I think the albums that do and use them correctly mm-hmm. it's a very important part to those albums and i think it adds a lot to the storytelling and the sequencing of an album mm. yeah i think the best way you can do it is uh to put just a little snippet of some extra shit happening at the end of the song benny the butcher has a song where uh after it ends there's this little conversation between two dudes yeah he's like hey man i wanted you to work on this project for me what's going on he's like oh Working on this with Benny the Butcher. I'm glad you know what I'm talking about because that mm-hmm. just, it, it lifts your soul up. Like, yeah. Not only did you just spit bars, but like your name funny. Yeah. You know it's funny. You know how much it's just personality. Mm-hmm. And it don't take away from that at all. <laughs> so like he's got babysitter. babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends, though. Sometimes mm-hmm. he can't work. Like uh, the big day. I was about to say that, bro. I was, about, I was literally about to say, bro. I was about to say so in 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 argumentation, right? So y'all saying the big day is a good album because it has skits in it, bro. <laughs> No, it's not. No, no, I did not say that. <laughs> you weren't listening. No, I, 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 hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What is it not? Boy, you looking like not 10 now. The little me, let me tell you something. You ain't going to call me, boy. You ain't going to call me, boy. What do you have to add a cookout, man? No, oh, man. Boy, listen here. Listen. I'm lending the ear. I'm lending the ear. What I said is if the skit is important to the album, they work. Oh yeah, I agree. I'm 100. It, it was important. It, it was a, it was very important. It added to the album, bro. It was 100 percent necessary, bro. None of that shit was important. 100. <laughs> percent I didn't say I didn't say it has to add to an album. I nah. didn't say it always does add to an album. Right, right. That it can add to an album. Got you, got you, we got had, you. We had like 40 year old Cree Summers trying to do a little girl impression. It was bad. It, it was it was bad, bro. Like I, I don't even know why he added the skits. To be honest, I get I, I get what he was going for, but at the same time, the execution 
it, what I say, execute the execution. Like I'm Forrest Gump. It was the, the only it, way. It, 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 yeah, it was bad, man. It, it was. It just yeah. wasn't necessary, man. And plus, think about it like this, right? A lot of the songs are a lot not songs. A lot of like albums that have like a a skit or have like dialogue inside of it is one cohesive. Not want to say story, but just one co- cohesive idea. And don't get me wrong, like the whole wedding, I love my wife thing is cool. But the whole I love my wife. Yeah, I love my wife. Ah! You know, it, it it was it was it, that 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 that's a cool concept, I guess, if if you executed it right. But it was like every single song out of there inside. Well, I guess inside the album was just like, bro, it was. It was not cohesive, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it, it no, no, not one song had the same sound. And he's also trying to tell a story, and and nothing had any type of, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, I don't even know if I'm coming getting my my point across clear, but it it just felt so unfocused with one with one idea. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I think we're just trying to balance so much at the same time. And it, it just didn't work. So Jordan, I one hundred percent agree. It does add to the album. It does not for the big day, of course, but you know, skits does it's, add to the album. So yeah. Like one, and I'm, I'm going back to this album because, like I said, it was my favorite album of 2020. But that Spillville album. Oh, had, like, bro. One skit. Yeah. At the very beginning. Yeah. And I think like that just set up the whole album for what you were getting into. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked perfect. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, Jeremiah. Because I know you're a big Chance the Rapper fan. Of course, right? yeah. Of course, yeah. Most definitely. Do you have any songs added from the big day? Yeah, I actually do. I actually do. I actually do. All I actually right. do. Um, it's just one. It's literally just one. It was two, but then I was like, bro, I listened to the lyrics. I was in, in, in the thing. I was just like, hey, this... uh. All right, so uh, I got you. I love I got you. In my in like, in my opinion, I got you is the best song off the album. Um, I got you. Yeah, I, I, I the one that sounded like a, a whole '90s uh like uh opening. You know what I mean? Sound like a '90s opening. I I genuinely love that song. The name of the song. I yeah, got you. I got yeah, you. It, I got you. That I, like I really like that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the into this, day, I think okay. into this day, like I still think like. Uh, that's the best, not the best song you ever made. Hex, no, but uh, yeah. not 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 even top twenty, not even top twenty. But I, it, I that's the best song off the album. That like that was just like have, you know, uh, what? I have Rue added the one with his brother. Yeah, oh, that was a good one too. It's a good one too. It's not it's not but, bad. But what what made me so disappointed about the big day is he dropped the the paintings. Yeah. Those like those four songs he dropped before they were called the paintings mm-hmm. before, and those all four of those songs I really liked, and then he dropped the big day. Yeah. Oh man, exactly, bro. That's that, that's it was such a weird moment, wasn't it? Like he all four songs was so good, and then like he dropped like what two or three more songs with the paintings, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then all every single there was a, like not one bad one. It was all genuinely good. And then you know, and then he drops the big day, and you're just like, bro, wait, what, what is what? this? <laughs> um, I do, I do. Not thinking about it now, too. Um, and uh, I, I will say, uh, ball and floss, and um, that was the other song that I saved. And then, cause I was like, I really, I really dug, like, I really, I really enjoyed the like the the instrument instrumentation, and you know, and stuff like that. But then I was like, Chris really liked, uh, Chris really liked hot shower. Yeah, I didn't really like hot shower like that. Huh? Shine, 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 shine. 
if I remember specifically, it was your ass who sent in this chance album first. No. <laughs> yes, it I was. Said, I didn't defend the album. I, I was. Said, I, said, I said. No, 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 no. I said, I said, it wasn't like, like people were saying it was like, one of the worst albums that has ever been made. No, it was the worst album of the year, though. It was it was the bad worst album of the year. I will say that. Yeah, it was a really bad album. I won't say like people were like it's the one of the worst albums ever created. I was like, it's not that bad, but it's not great. Not nah, far from it, my friend. Far from it. Um. Ooh. Day one, I don't even know that's the past. Oh, I'm, oh, wait, I just thought about some other skits, too. Uh, if, you, if you don't mind go back, going back to that conversation real quick. Unless you guys had any, any other points about Chance's album uh, with the big day. Oh, I got a few more. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to save mine. This shit was out. All right, now you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to go back to it. But, you know, of course... we. We already talked about it a little bit with Saba, but you know, on the Bucket List project, even though it wasn't necessarily skits, but you know, having like that dialogue at, at the end of like majority of the songs of, you know, calling a bunch of, you know, different rappers, celebrities, all that stuff, talking to him and, you know, and his family, talking about, you know, stuff that they would do off the Bucket List. And I'm like, bro, that, that I think that was a really, really cool touch that really added, you know, authenticity to the album. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I literally just thought about that, bro. I literally just thought about that, even though I'm pretty sure that was like an obvious one. Um, and then I think Coda, Coda the friend, I, I know he, in his, was it rec- his recent album or album before, beforehand, he had dialogue in between songs too. He had a skit, I think. And that's what I'm trying to go back to right now. And, um, and see. Uh, if you're talking about, uh, everything. Yeah, it was everything. Yeah, it was, it was there everything. Were, yeah. Well, they, he didn't have them listed as skits. He had them as interludes. Interludes. It was just like it was a different like black actors and actresses mm-hmm. talking about what like love means to them over like a beat. Yeah. Like you got Lupito Nyong'o and then Lakeith Stanfield mm-hmm. so, to do some of them. Yeah, yeah, and I, um, I and I think like even though like necessarily like we were talking about skits, but like just keeping that same idea, you know, of having dialogue inside of an album. And exactly how you were saying earlier, it's just like you can add so much more. I think that really just made things more personal, you know, kind of like uh, humanize a lot of the things. Like when it comes to like, you know, like you said, like how you said, like a lot of those celebrities and stuff like that, we really don't see them like, you know, like, you know, what did, what did they know about love? You know, what, what you know, what, what you know, you get what I'm saying? And just hearing, you know, other people's perspectives and stuff like that. Um, and I know uh, one person who told me. Uh, if you want to become smarter, you know, let, read books because that gives you gives you insight into another person's perspective, and you can take away from that. So, um, having like that type of, you know, that approach of of hearing somebody else's perspective on on, on that subject, you know, was was a really really cool thing to have. So, that's that's hey, that's just me. Jeremiah, yo, what's up, bro? I'm calling Cap. You don't have to read books to be smart. No, I'm not really. no, 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 I'm not saying you need to read books like, to be like, smart, I, but I, I Bro, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying reading books is the is the I'm way joking. to be smart. No, I, I get you, I get you. <laughs> but it, no, no, but I will say this though. I mean, I read textbooks. We all read textbooks, and aren't we all smarter because of all the textbooks that we read in, in high school, and middle school, and college, bro? Nah. Exactly. Nah. Exactly. 
I know some people. I know some people in like who were in my school. Yeah. Who were like all A students. Mm-hmm. But like you talk to them, they have like no common sense. Yep. <laughs> or, like, nothing. You like that. They're just like, you're just like, bro, how have you survived this long? Luck. No, that's really it. Luck and, and, and I don't know. I think it's just luck. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, man. But, but all seriousness, I think, I think, I think part of what makes music so interesting is like all the perspectives you can gather from yeah. listening. Oh yeah. To like an artist. One hundred percent. Or like the understanding you can gain. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm gonna pass this to one of y'all too, cause I forgot who mentioned it. Um, but uh, twenty, not twenty one savage. The fuck, the uh, the, <laughs> but uh, uh, JID with, with his no forever story, or and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And and I know we talked about last episode when it comes to uh, you know, hearing his story, you know, from you know his his upbringing and stuff like that. I forgot who mentioned that, but I think that 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 goes with what we're talking about right now. You know, just a different understanding, different perspectives, and stuff um, from you know different artists. And um, I think that's uh, something that we can really appreciate with music. So, yeah, I think that's one thing too. Hey Shamar, have you had the chance to go and check out uh, or JID stuff? Anything I haven't already listened to? No, not yet. I just keep replaying the Forever Story. <laughs> I mean, it's a good album. It's a good album. It's a good album. So I mean, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We've been going for an hour and seven. Can we just focus on Forever Story and just like best song? It just just run it through the gauntlet and just talk about it. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I can't sure. get it out of my Let's head. do it. Let's yeah, we can. How long Let's we going? All right, because I got. I'm. Mom, I'm gonna do. I guess I'll take this part. So I'm. I'm recording on OBS, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Audacity or like the other program we use, I don't. It doesn't give us the time of how long we've been going for. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, we we started around like you know, like at twelve, so one one hour and seven. So, so let me know when you want me to um yeah, yeah, yeah. when when you want me to stop. So, yeah, we can just stop whenever. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not so much uh, a matter of stopping. I just wanted like a good topic to keep it going. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can, All right. Yeah. Good. Cool. We can. We can. Well. Uh, Yes, sir. Sounds good. Sounds good. Chris? Yeah, cool. Ain't no one hear you. Chris, you said something, bro? You said something, Chris? Damn. I said cool. What'd you say, bro? I can't. I, we, we cannot hear you, bro. Y'all hear him? Damn. I said cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Now, let, let, let's, let's start off like real easy question, bro. What's everyone's favorite song? Sissin' Him. Mm. Sissin' Him. Sissin' Him. You're Sissin' Him, too? Chris, what about you? Huh? Wait, you asked me. Wait. I was going to say Crack Sandwich. Crack Sandwich? Crack Sandwich is a good one. Crack Sandwich is a good one. I'm going to say Cody Blue 31. For me, me, that's it. Now, for me... This this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy. This is gonna not crazy. It's not crazy. 
Uh, it's different. It's, it's dance now. Dance now is one. Is one. Is my favorite one. That's one. Yeah, I, I. That's your favorite song. Yeah, that's one I always co- keep coming back to. Other than Crack Sandwich. All right, all right. I I put you on to Crack Sandwich because you, you did heard the album before. Yeah, I didn't listen to the album before. Um, before uh, you showed me that song, so yeah. But Dance Now is definitely um, the one I always keep coming back to. Best part is none of these are wrong answers. Nah, all, all yeah, every single song. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, I'll, I'll tell you why Cody Blue is my favorite. For me, like, Cody Blue, like Shamar was saying earlier, like, the time and the intention mm-hmm. was just right for me. Because mm-hmm. that song, like, the the lyrics is, like, he's talking about, like, how the family's getting back together, his grandma passed. Mm-hmm. Like, he's watching his mom be strong. And, like, it's just, like keep on pushing forward and like at the like this album came out at like a perfect time for me to like experience those same exact emotions Mm -hmm. and like that song just at at the time just kept on me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i know what you mean Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. chris knows what i mean yeah so like whenever whenever that Whenever this song, like, I legitimately just had this song on repeat, on repeat, on repeat for, like, days straight because the lyrics just spoke to me. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. All me. (laughs) And I go in with Sister Nip? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, unbeknownst to a lot of people that are close to me, I have a brother. But me and him aren't close. I consider, like, you know, my male friend group to be, like, my extended brothers. But in terms of actual siblings, I have a sister that I've known for a long time. She's my older sister, mm-hmm. six years older than me. And listening to Sister especially at where I'm at now, being like, I'm, you know, I'm not at school right now. I have a job, my own apartment. I'm paying bills. I'm the adult in my life. That's it. Mm-hmm. And... I look at my sister and where I'm at now, and we feel so disconnected, but we try to meet each other in the middle and just how different our lives and our tasks have to be with us being so different in age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy specifically, uh, I think it's second or third verse, where Daddy comes in and says, like, I never... Gave a fuck enough. Hold on, let me get it right. I never gave a fuck enough. I never gave enough a fuck to let it challenge my integrity. Mm-hmm. But you questioned me, got me thinking, you thinking less of me. Yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm her little brother. She told me that on the phone. I was like, you still my little brother. If you need something, let me know. Don't let this life stuff get to your head. Just be, it's okay mm-hmm. to not be okay. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And the the ending of the song where he's trying to get it all out and then realizes that like you just can't even reach out anymore because like the communication is gone. I get to that point and I'm like, damn, I need to call my sister. I need to go over there. I need to see them. I need to let out how I've been feeling, even if it ain't nothing too crazy. I need to go back to this connection and reground myself because of anybody that's taken care of me in my life. My sister was definitely 
those the top person. And I just felt like since it was a very unique angle for a male rapper to take. That's such an unheard of concept for a rapper to talk about a sister. Yeah. In general. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah, I, I, I definitely I definitely understand, bro. Like and like Sister and them is probably my second favorite track on the whole album. Mm. I think it's a very like a very open line of dialogue between him and how he feels and him with his sister. Mm. Finally got some of the words right in my head. I never gave enough of a fuck about this shit to let it challenge my integrity. But you questioned it got me thinking you thinking less of me. The lesson in the shit is we should talk face to face, fuck the messaging. Meet me in the flesh and you can see I'm still a little desperate. Little bubby, little BB ball head was a baby and huggy. Oh my god. God bless. If that don't make uh, you just feel small, like right. you get your own baby pictures in your hand, you're like, damn, but what how where did the time go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Somebody else go. No, it's like, um, Man, like, me being the only child, I guess I, I really, I'm not going to say, oh, the song, like, never really, uh, like, gotten to me or anything like that. But, like, now, hearing somebody else's, I guess, not, like, take, even though, that, again, like, I don't want to say take, like, you know, like, you know, like, it's up in the air. But, like, hearing somebody else's, um, uh, um, seeing, see, I don't, I don't even know, I was going to say take just for lack of, of, of a, you know, different word, yeah. Uh, and hearing that, you know, it, it really, you know, put things into perspective for me. Like, so I'm the only child. I'm the only child. Of course, like how you said earlier, I got, um, um, I got brothers, um, who I got, I got friends. I got, I got dudes that like call my extended, my extended family, my extended brothers, you know, and um, and, and, and all that stuff. But I do have somebody who I grew up with that my family says, you know, that's my little sister, you know. And and then hearing you say, you know, like, you know, I really need to, really need to call her, you know what I mean. Really need to call her. Really need to, you know, let her know how much I care and let, let her know, let her know how much I appreciate her. Cause uh, that's something that's um, we don't re- we don't really do too often, or we don't really see ourselves doing as often as as we should. Sometimes, you know, not just with you know sisters, but just with friends, family, all that stuff. Um, so I well, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you, you know, sh- you know, sharing that. Uh, cause that's um, maybe got got me, you know, thinking on my end when it comes to stuff like that, bro. So uh, I just want to say I appreciate you sharing that, man, for real. This year in music has been very introspective. Yeah. For me, between Kendrick, J.I.D., and, you know, give or take, uh, Brent Fayez or, like, Giveon, you can swap those in there. Mm-hmm. It's like family, mm-hmm. your personal, interpersonal relationships, and then it's like relationships uh, romantically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, why, why you got, why you got, uh, Crack sandwiches the number one, bro. Just so you know, all I know. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I know, I know all the crack sandwiches, too, bro. If you need something, just let us know. Uh huh. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, damn. All right, so it's not even for like a deep reason why I like the song too much. It's just like. It's one of the easier songs for me to replay here, mm-hmm. mostly because this this album is deep and it's like 
you could play other shit here, and then you just feel some type of emotion. So if I just want to kind of like, you know, get back, like walking or something, I just feel I feel like Crack Sandwich is like one of the better songs to play. It's Bro, not Crack good. Sandwich. You got it. Oh no no, you got it. you got it. It's uh, it's funny that you bring up walking because I like I love listening to music while I'm at work and Crack Sandwich has such a paced bop to it. Yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Crack Sandwich is like probably the one I honestly replay the most. Mm-hmm. Like I love the storytelling in it. Yeah. I love I love the way he flows on that track and like. When, like when I'm at work, because I listen to music while I'm like doing dishes and stuff at at my job, mm-hmm. or like I'll listen to music while I'm skateboarding. But like the energy in that song just like makes you want to get up and do, get up and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I love the storytelling in the song too. I love the visualization and like, and like I don't know if you like. I know a lot of people probably realize this shit, but like the noise background and the stuff that adds to the song too. I love when artists yeah. do shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one of my favorite songs because there's like so much added to it, and it's not, you know, like when he goes, like when he brings up the boxing ring and you have the you have the bell. Yeah, it's just like shit like that. Yeah, like that, mm-hmm. that song is actually like. The flow on that one, everything is crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, a part of the song I like is, I call it, I guess if I had to describe it, it's the stadium part or the concert part, mm-hmm. where like you just feel like everybody's supposed to shout this. And it's the little refrain where it's like, when you fall down, stand up, get a bandage. You can just feel them like, holding that mic out to the crowd. Everybody, uh, uh. And they go, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be there so bad. Yeah, it's crazy, like, because I watched him do an interview because he was talking about this song, and he was like, he was like, that's probably one of the, like, most traumatic memories in my life, because he's like, <laughs> people are, like, getting teeth knocked out, like, mm-hmm. there's blood everywhere, but it was like, it was like, I turned it into this crazy song, like, when I, you're, like, listening to it, you're like, dang, I should be out there throwing punches. <laughs> I should get myself a, a couple of stomps in real quick, your nephew. You're saying stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be kind of introspective for a second. Yeah. Um, and to like make it, uh, I don't know. Anyway, the song starts off like, it's, imagine being in a therapy session and they're trying to unlock that memory for him. Yeah. And he's just like bouncing around it and then the beat goes out and he's like, I do it for Roy LaRoss and Izzy Precious. That's when it starts getting serious. That's when the story is in. He's like, all right, I yeah. can talk about this now. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when music. that beat like shifts down, goes to like a lower note, and mm-hmm. he starts going, starts listing off his family members. You're like, hold up, <laughs> what this man finna, what this man doing? What this man doing? <laughs> oh no. That's valid. Yeah, that's valid. I did like. I do think that's like one of my favorite. Like, it's not even really a beat change. It's more of a beat shift. Mm-hmm. 
because it doesn't completely cha- take out the uh, last beat, but that beat shift is like probably one of my favorite in the album. Mm. Hmm. And then uh, Jeremiah dance now. Oh man. Uh... So hard. <laughs> I just <laughs> uh, uh, man. Okay, so, uh, I guess when it came to dance, now of course it was, at first it was like, uh, you know, oh this 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 on hard, but his flow, you know, like that 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 part was was yeah. uh, um, cause I always thought that flow was was fire, but then as I started listening to it more, I was like, bro, this song actually has like meaning, like actual meaning to it. You feel me? Um, and, yeah. and it was like, you know, like, you know, um, he was talking about things like, you know, first, you know, we, as creators, you know, as creators, we get so locked into like, you know, the end result, the end product. And, and, and we let like that ego of, of, let, of, of that creation, um, get into the, get into the way of just us creating just to create, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like, you know, like Jordan and Chris, you're like, you guys are doing this podcast and y'all doing this out of passion. You know what I mean? You're not doing it for the end result. And a lot and a lot of people when it comes to like rappers nowadays, not even just mainstream rappers, not underground rappers, but like even like local rappers, they're not doing it because, you know, they have a passion for the music or have a passion for for the culture and for the craft. They're doing it because everybody in their mama's doing it and they let that ego get in the way of, you know, like, okay, well I see my brother, I see and then my brother love me, let me stop. I see my brother also trying to trying to, you know, trying to trying to do music. I see my brother also trying to, you know, do do the same thing I'm doing. Not necessarily just music, but you yeah. know, stuff like that. You'll let me help him out. But no, nah, we see that as in like it's like it's a competition, you know what I mean? Like where where yeah. there's not enough food on the plate for everybody else to eat. I I gotta eat all the scraps. You know what I mean? And when yeah. after I gotta mention let me look at the lyrics real quick, you know, um, Cause I do, I did pull up the lyrics just so I can make sure that you know they, um, I have it right. It was like the very last bar. So everybody turned to me with me with Nicolation three fifteen, um, um, verse J I D. Um, so let me start. <laughs> so uh, it, he said, uh, you know, life is a journey, you know, not a destination. Lean not toward the ego, egotistic intonations, you know, and stuff like that, and experience the purity that exists mm-hmm. in a creation. You know what I mean? And I'm like, bro, we need we like as as people, as rappers, as 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 people who just like love art, we need to talk more about stuff like that. You know what I mean? We we we, we truly do. Um, and, and there was one other part as well. Uh, um, because I, I got I want to make sure that I I get get that verse right word for word. You know, he knows JIDs. You know, he he raps fast. You know, so you know you don't know if he's saying a word for word, bar for bar. You know. Uh, let me see if I can find find it. Uh, yeah, here we go, man. Uh, so one thing I also realized, you know, like now, is that a lot of the times when 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 we look at a lot of like media, we see so many like mm-hmm. like negative, evil things, and 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 people celebrate that. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, yeah, and if I remember, I said this earlier, like you know, like I think I mentioned Lecrae. Um, I think last episode, if I didn't, I was talking about this with somebody else, but he said something that was like, wow, mind-blowing when it comes to music industry. The main reason we don't see any, like, anything, like, positive when it comes to, like, you know, music, when it comes to, like, you know, somebody talking about something with substance is because it's it's a little bit more hard to listen to because um, you're going to have to have, like, an actual listening ear to catch what somebody is saying. You know what I mean? Um, the things that we listen to now is like how Lecrae described it. It's it's like you know it's candy. We're the kids. The music that we that we that we eat is the food, 
And the main music that we listen to now that's on mainstream is is candy. It's just easy to listen to. It's not good for us, you know. And and uh and you know what we listen to now, like you know, GIDs, for example, you know, it's forever story. That that's that's some vegetable, you know, some that's some actual <laughs> stuff that we need in the community. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, bro. Thank you, thank you. I mean, it's all it's most of Lecrae, but you know, it's, I think that's something that 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 we didn't talk about. So he was like, you know, um, uh, what a hands a gift to live in a land of sin, riding with bags and brakes, and da 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 da. Told me he grant like yeah, it's, that's what I no. And my nasty little chick da 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 da. And he said, told me he'd grant my wish. You dance with the devil, you'll never dance again. Like, bro, like. The stuff that we doing, the stuff that we talking about, drugs killing, all that stuff, bro. You you keep talking about that, bro. You ain't never gonna do music again, bro. You ain't never gonna be successful. And if you do, you ain't gonna be successful yeah. long. You, you you feel me? So I don't know. That that's why I really appreciate dance dance um dance now, cause it's like, bro, it, it just it just speaks to me, man. It really speaks to me when it comes to the message that that we need to listen to more days. But yeah, yeah. that's my answer. I also want to say. This is this is just a very surface level thought of the song. Yeah. But like, yo, I love the producer tag in that song. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, hey, uh, they, they they were doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's it? Is it Crystal? Crystal. I don't even know, man. But that 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 definitely is like. Bro, I, like, I keep on saying this, but there's not, like, a bad song on this. Album. Oh, not not one, which is, that's so hard to do. <laughs> that's so hard to do when you're, when, when it comes to being an artist, I guess, is, like, not having one bad song that somebody wants to skip, bro. Did you ever get a chance to listen to 2007, uh, Shamar, and was it Jeremiah who hadn't heard it either? I haven't listened to it either, no. Still hadn't. I need to. Not yet. I need to. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Nah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, just figured. I, I, I think. I think that's like the actual perfect bookmark to the album. Mm-hmm. I've already like built I that think, section. Huh? I've already built a section of like fandom for that album. That like adding a new song. I'm looking at it with so much critique that I'm trying to like give it. Nah, I'm, good I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's the perfect bookmark for the album. It was it was supposed to be on the album when it dropped. Yeah. But it, it, it's a, I think that's like the perfect bookmark for the album. And I think this album, like, a part of what makes it such a great album is not only does it have these moments where you can, like, really look into the lyrics and get this, like, introspective, and these uh, thinking moments, but it also has like songs you can just bop to, bro. Mm-hmm. Surround sound. Surround sound. Crazy. On the, oh yeah, man. Oh my god. Now, now I want to go back to listen sound. to surround sound now, bro. <laughs> now I want to yeah. go back and listen to it, bro. The beat switches on radar. Like I'm a I'm a I'm an I'm an anomaly. I'm a rapper ironically. It's like bro, insane. Insane. I got the shit you can play for your mama. I got the shit you can play for the hoes. What? I got the shit you can sell to the trappers. Indicated with the K and the code. What? What, bro? Dude, he's he's just on a different level, bro. It's just it's insane how how talented that dude is, bro. It's it's genuinely crazy, bro. It actually is. All right, so I'm about 
No. No, no, you got it, you got it. I was gonna ask just for everybody to just start spitting out what lines from every song, any song, were the ones that made you just like, oh man, oh man, he going through. He going through he it. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he he and Boo beating the mic up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the boo beating the mic up. I'm gonna start saying that, bro. Oh, buddy, in the boo beating the mic up. That's crazy. I can't think of the line, like the entire line by itself. Yeah. But it's when he was like, he could end the Raptors. He could end Raptors. Hit or some shit. And he, he brought the Avengers line. Yeah, it was crazy. Was like, that one was crazy. <laughs> I was like, chill, chill, chill. That was on radar. Yeah, it was yeah, on radar. Was on... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it was, was, was. I was like, chill, stop. Chill, yo, stop. With my nine, I'm like, ten adventures. Rap is singing, I'll kill the kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you will copy yeah. me, nigga killer. Yeah, I was boys. like, God. What? I was like, what the fuck, bro? You can't do that. You can't be saying that casually, but it's J.I.D. He can say it. He can say it. That was it. one of the lies I had to pause the goddamn song to breathe. Oh, my gosh, man. Mm. I got I to gotta, I gotta think of one first, man. Hold up. Hold up. I got to think of one. Like, just for the album entirely or just, like, any J.I.D. song, man? Uh... Specifically, this album. I uh, I got dang. I got dang. Uh, There's a bunch of JID songs. And he said some shit. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he, oh, I think man. every I'm single song he said something, bro. Favorite. Right. What you call it? Immediately. Immediately, I thought of a line from Money, but then mm-hmm. I thought about it some more. I thought of a line from Surround Sound. True. Then Crack Sandwich, bro. There's so many. All right, I got you. They ask for my coat when I walk in the dome. God flow, I don't walk in the flow. Mm-hmm. Y'all flow mm-hmm. ain't packing the dough, packing the show. I don't even know niggas rapping anymore. I'm my shooter. <laughs> bro. That, that, Just imagine Jaddy coming at you constantly like, bro. Like who's gonna check him? Who's go- oh genuine? Who's gonna check him, bro? Who's gonna check the room him? Room not shaking, bro. This is this ain't it, bro. Nah, like, who, nobody's gonna better on top of a car in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Nah, so I still got thing. Hold up, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is this is a question, question, bro. This is a question, question you brought on us, bro. Oh okay. Oh. I can give the I can give my world peace. I give your world either. They get a girl Eve. I could give you girl either. She could be the uh, wait. What is it? She, she could be, be the kingdom. 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 The king's got to beat the seat. Word to Caesar, bro. Oh. I was like, man, what? what the and it keeps going. Remind me, like, this man on it. Uh, this is a quick one. Not but good. It's just like the double entendre in it, bro. Mm-hmm. The irony when a nigga starving got to grip the biscuit. Yeah. Wait, silver tongue, silver tongue, silver tongue. I just got to, I mean, I don't even think I caught it. I never caught that. Uh, the irony when a nigga starving got to grip the biscuit. No. Oh. 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 P. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh no, that's why I think I missed that a little bit. Gotta grit the biscuit. That was off a uh, crack sandwich, I think. Mm. It was the first yeah. half. No, there was oh, dang. I, I, there was one thing I remember watching on um on TikTok one day that somebody broke down, and, and ironically enough, it was dance dance. Now, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It. It was when he was saying "Mama say, Mama saw." It, it was that part because it was it was he was using um. I think some type of literary. It was some type of like hard thing to do in rap. Yeah, yeah, that like it was that it was that bar, bro. And apparently that line is something that that like when it comes to rap, that's like super impressive. I don't know if it was like alliteration or or whatever, bro. But I don't I don't know what it was, but he did. He, apparently he did that, and nobody even gave him his flowers for like you know because nobody even knew that was a thing in rap, bro. So I don't know what exactly he did. But gosh darn it, he did it. <laughs> on the same Mama Sama with moccasins, my trying to save the kids in the apartments and it's a sure way to live, whatever option, opulence, decadence, black excellence, and lots of it. So yeah, that 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 whole line, they broke they they broke it. I'll, maybe, I'll see if I can find the video and I'll just post it in Discord so y'all can see. But it's, I'm, I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. find it. I'm gonna have to find it. But yeah, he broke it down and he was like, bro, this is like God tier writing. It, it's God tier writing. Uh-huh. But yo, we we like I said, JID. Like I'm excited for like whatever this man puts out. Mhm. Not saying, saying. Now, Jordan, right, this guys. is gonna. I'm gonna let you know real quick, real yeah, yeah. real quick. Um, it's not it's not about the uh, about JID. I'm letting you know when you when when you edit, bro. Um, my laptop had a notification. So uh, yeah, when you edit, don't worry. That that's my laptop, bro. Okay. Yeah. I think this is a like this though is a good time for us to go ahead in the episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Been talking quite a bit. Minute and thirty-five. No, minute thirty-five. Hour and thirty-five. <laughs> minute and thirty-five. Oh man. We need to. But uh, we had a really good conversation today on podcast. Uh-huh. This was. Gray with Steady Talk podcast. We got little little Tekka. Little Tekka. Little Tekka. I got black, I got white. What you want? And we got Shamar or Shamir. Shmir. Kashmir. They call him Kashmir. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Uh... We'll come up with a topic for it by then. See you guys later.